Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Gentlemen, welcome to the first ever episode of the Drewcast. I'm Andrew Augustus, and joining me is Ma- now, but like this is literally the first time we've ever actually had a conversation <laughs> not on the internet. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we're still on the internet, but it's at least we're not messaging each other. Mr. Andrew Stadler. Yep. We are. We have decided to do a Drew podcast for Andrews, by Andrews, about Andrews. We'll talk famous Andrews. We'll talk not famous Andrews. <laughs> Works for me. Or whatever your heart desires. So I think for the the purpose of this, let's figure out. Let's get your story first. How did you? Okay. We gotta. We. I think the listeners need to know why we're doing an Andrew specific podcast. And I think you can fill it in pretty good as to why. Yeah, well, you know, uh, found each other through the Council of Andrews, a beautiful Facebook group with only Andrews. Um, And I feel like my story is just like everybody else's. You're just doing your thing on Facebook. You make a comment somewhere, and then someone says, hey, you should join this group. (laughs) That is basically what happened to me. I'm just going through posts, and all of a sudden, you've been invited to join the Council of Andrews. (laughs) <laughs> game on yep so now we have three thousand andrews andreses drews andy's andreas andreas <laughs> is that dog's name andrew because that could be even awesome to you. if you didn't name your dog <laughs> no, her andrew. name is harper oh okay but yeah so i think what's what's funny about this and as someone for me who's worked a lot in politics media uh, marketing aspects it's I'm always fascinated by what can happen on the internet and to have over 3,000 people just join a group because of our name <laughs> yep yeah that's quite interesting it's a very wide range of uh, interests and likes and dislikes and and I think but it, it's a I always find it's a good spot for like let's face it like I'm sure you and I don't agree on anything I'm from Rhode Island you're mm-hmm. from Alabama. There's I'm 99% sure there's 100 million differences between you and I. <laughs> Number one being I've made so many jokes about your state because you're <laughs> so damn easy to make fun of. Hey, uh, you know what? You and me both have. Um, I'm originally from Georgia, and I actually made the voluntary decision to move to Alabama. <laughs> so so you got, you got Auburn in your background. Let's, let's figure this out. You've got Auburn in yeah. your background. You grew up in Georgia. Well, yep. you just abandoned, like, I, I believe that's <laughs> near treason down in Georgia to leave for Alabama out of all places. Uh, especially where I'm from. Uh, everyone I knew went to UGA <laughs> and, uh, I was growing up. I wanted to get the hell out of town <laughs> and, uh, the closest, but farthest option for me was down here in little Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, what gives I want to go to Alabama. <laughs> things uh, things a, I've never uttered out of my mouth. 
it's a cheaper out of state school, or at least it was. It definitely is not now. No, God no. <laughs> I mean, the only way you could be worse would be if you grew up in Tuscaloosa and then moved to Auburn. Like, I'm getting out uh, of Tuscaloosa. I did have a couple classmates that were like that, and it was more of like a a, a spite to their parents. I was gonna say, did they have like daddy <laughs> issues or something on that one? <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because uh, Auburn is its own little bubble. And everywhere outside of Auburn is Alabama fans. So even in Alabama, Auburn fans and the Auburn community is a very tight little group compared to the rest of the state. Is there like a wall around Auburn? So that way like, they have to check IDs, make sure you're not from Tuscaloosa <laughs> coming in? Uh, no. I, sometimes you wish there was. But, uh... <laughs> but at least, I mean, I have some Auburn pride now, I guess, with Cam Newton coming to New England. For the Patriots, oh, yeah, right. so yeah. I'll take that as a win. I guess I'll be semi Auburn, even though it's amazing that you guys actually paid for his college and gave his dad a lot of amazing <laughs> stuff. There was nothing shady going on with that at all. Uh, fortunately, I cannot comment on that because that was before my time here at Auburn. So, okay, I was gonna say, I was gonna, I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, I was in one of his classes. <laughs> Dude came in with a Rolex one day, like the two days he showed up to class. No, it was actually really sad. So I came in the year after they won the national championship. Uh, so pretty much my entire college career, Auburn football was trash. <laughs> after Cam, that goes downhill. Yep. <laughs> but is it – so that's always another thing that's fascinating to me, especially about Auburn. Like, I'm from the Northeast. We don't give two shits about college football whatsoever. We're a pro sports town. Mm-hmm. How is it – like, I, I've never been down there. I want to go. I hear it's insane when it comes to college football. Uh, it, it is. So basically, Friday at 5 o'clock, the town shuts down uh, when there's a home game. So Auburn is a pretty small city in comparison to Birmingham, Montgomery, some of the other biggest places. But on game day, it becomes the second or third largest city in the state. Uh, and it's one of those things where – so. Now that I'm out of school, I tend to avoid downtown during game day, but um, you have to park pretty far away. There's tents everywhere. It's almost like a a music festival, if you've ever been to one of those, where it's just tailgating everywhere, people cooking food, barbecue, open container laws go out the window. Everybody's drinking, having a great time. Honestly, (laughs) I think nationwide, I think every Andrew should be able to get behind this, is that nationwide... If you live in a city, it should be open container. Just like you, we should be at least responsible. Oh, yeah. But come on. There's nothing yeah. beat walking down the street with a beer in your hand, knowing you're going to something fun with a group of people. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so it's, and it's pretty strict around here normally with the open container. But Saturday, you can't get 200, 300,000 people to give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> so. With, with all that, I, I think this is going to be a, a fun first start for us because I think the best part way to do this is I kind of want to show – obviously, we're doing this Andrew focus, and if not Andrews, listen, you're cool, I guess, unless you're a Kyle. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, I believe that is our never-ending battle, if you yeah. will, against the uh, – what are they? This, this What's of Kyle's? I don't the even Council know. of Not Andrew, yeah. I think is what it is. They're, they didn't even call it the Council of Kyle or Jeez. something. <laughs> At least – it's a little fun rivalry. I mean, Kyle's <laughs> Kyle's give Kyle's the reputation they have because let's face it, we all know a Kyle. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah and they already have an official drink they didn't have to make one up i don't know what ours is i mean i if if the end it depends i i think <laughs> i think now what, what's the interesting thing about the council of Andrews? it started off as so pure and then it grew and grew and then obviously with the political aspect uh climate in this country and everything coming in now we're starting to see the, the fractions but to keep everything mm-hmm. peaceful which i think has been smartly done is that there's now the Council of Andrews Political Committee, the Council of Andrews Gaming Community. It's, I yeah. really like it, where it's like, all right, if you want to have a debate and talk about it, you can go here. We're, yeah, well, and it's interesting to because they, they originally, it was what, just one day a week that you could discuss Yeah, it was like politics. Tuesdays, the, 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 the Tuesday Accords. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that became quite a dumpster fire. <laughs> it, dumpster fire is an understatement and i think what's going to be fun here is about this is i like politically we're, we're it's going to come up i'm not stupid it's 2020 yeah. it's we're going to talk we're going to have people on and i'm fine with that i just mm. i'll always have open conversation i will be honest i have made one i have worked for a democrat here in new england so that's like working for a progressive i've worked for a republican here in new england which is i'm guessing your moderate democrats most likely down there in alabama uh, so I, it's a little bit different here in Auburn, being an international research university. Um, outside of Auburn, it's mostly moderate, ninety-nine percent conservative. But within Auburn, it's it's pretty progressive. But but what I'm saying is, with like I get the progressive aspect. A lot of college towns now, you're you're seeing yeah. that kind of change throughout uh, the nation. But when I say progressive, like what I would would what I we consider Republican up here. Is probably mm-hmm. considered moderate Democrat down there. Oh yeah, and I would, even I would vice versa. Agree. Like I think our current governor uh, Gina Raimondo, who if she were to run in a state like Alabama, she could pass. I think as a moderate Republican and get elected in that because she's fairly middle, leans a little left on some things, and, but she mm-hmm. plays the game really well. Uh, my my background, I worked for politics. I worked as a press secretary for the Republican press associate for the democrat uh made it into the huffington post if you google me not for oh, good things neat. no it's not neat it's not neat <laughs> just if you google my name in huffington post you'll see the article that pops up uh it, it's a, it's a good life lesson of don't be stupid on twitter because it's 10 years <laughs> down the line it's going to come back and bite you in the ass which you is know it. that is the one social media aspect that i have stayed away from i do not have a twitter i will not have a twitter that's anyone listening to this. I strongly <laughs> recommend deleting your Twitter because it's not nothing good is going to come out of it. I I no. guarantee it. But uh, that's neither here nor there uh, for for that. But yeah, it's always I- interesting, and we're gonna have different Andrews coming on because I think what's the coolest part about this, and, I, and from a social experiment, what fascinates me the most is that the different diverse backgrounds we have from you like like we have one of the guys commenting on the post today and he's like i do it but i'm in a different time zone i'm like that's what we want he's like i'm in scotland i go we're gonna make that happen yeah we'll make that happen i I would love (laughs) to talk to a guy from scotland it seems like it'd be the coolest thing i'm a quarter scottish i'm gonna have some questions for him i'm like how close do you live to saint andrews can you get me on saint andrews Well, and it'll make us with our regional differences that seem so vast right now, it'll make those seem microscopic in comparison, I feel like, which will be interesting. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're gonna, at the end of the day, I just want friends. And yeah. like my, I, was, I think the whole joke, one of the points I was thinking about this was like, I want to get invited to someone's wedding from this group. Like, I've never met them. <laughs> I just want to become such good friends with them. I want to get invited to the wedding. And if I somehow can make it into a, group, a, a bridal party, that'll be apex. 
<laughs> of that one because I think that would just be the funniest. How'd you meet this guy? Well, there's a group. Yeah, you're gonna have to take a seat. It's gonna be a minute to explain this one. Oh, it's so it's it's a very confusing process, and it just kind of goes to show the world. Like for me, one of the other podcasts I really listen to is from Barstool, and all of a sudden, my dad today just randomly texts me. Blind Mike's dad says hi, and like, from the show, Blind Mike is one of the is like the zany sidekick. And there's like an ongoing bit on the podcast about his dad having relations with his girlfriend. And it's just one of the most <laughs> random funny things. So all of a sudden, my dad, who does not listen to that at all, would find he would hate it. All of a sudden, I got a text from him. Blind Mike's dad says hi. And I'm like, what is going on to reach this point? And I'm like, I can't wait to get home to talk to him. To be like, what did you first think <laughs> of having a sh- like someone just go, Oh hey, tell your son Blind Mike's dad says hi. <laughs> like, what possibly could have been going through his mind in that scenario? <laughs> so I want to have those situations too. Be like, well, who are you talking to? Oh, just talking to Andrew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that'll be interesting because you know I, I'm a I'm an avid follower of the Your Mom's House podcast. Yeah, um, and it always brings me joy to my heart when you're just browsing Facebook or any sort form of social media and you see. Somebody posts one of the thousands of inside jokes from there. <laughs> and it's in your, and now it's become the ongoing bit that it's just uh, add Andrews and just yep. get all your friends. <laughs> so now I started off like let's just pull this up right now. Oh, there's more likes, comments, two more Andrew friend requests. So thank you guys, keep them coming. <laughs> I want my family to be so confused at this. T- just to be like, what, what, what did we start? What do we miss? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? And the answer is plain and simple. It's because we're Andrews, and this is what Andrews do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But it's definitely exciting. Good little start. How's uh? If you have any fun stories to share, I know when we were talking about possibly recording yesterday. I don't know how much you want to get in to to your day yesterday, but I found it funny. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, still learning the ropes of uh, the marital life. Uh, actually, it's almost been a year since I got married. So, oh, congratulations! Uh, you guys still happy? Oh yeah, for the most uh, part. <laughs> and well, you know, it, we dated for six, seven years before getting married. Oh. So, and lived together for two before we got married. So, we we basically been married for a while. Yeah, that's what's the way it is. It's like, all right, right, I guess we got to do this. Mm-hmm. But no, it's definitely uh, that's cool. And, and in-law life is fun. And and, and deep south, do, do, are any of the stereotypes true with like the father sitting with the gun, cleaning it, being like seven o'clock? Um, so we'll joke sir. about that kind of stuff. Um, I I did not date anyone whose parents were like that. Uh, that's a shame. My youngest sister is about she's nineteen twenty now, and uh, my dad joked about doing those kinds of things, but never did. Um, <laughs> now, now that's not to say that we th- there's not a safe full of guns in the house, <laughs> <laughs> as there should be. Uh, but it's I, I think that's always funny because I always joke around with like so for me up here I'm like. I'm like, I consider myself a moderate conservative. I'm fairly middle of the road. Some would say libertarian. Some would say Republican. I'm like, I'm just moderate conservative. Like, I got some common sense here. It's like, let's go, people. Let's Mm -hmm. try and do that. 
but so most of my friends up here are quite liberal. So three of my fraternity brothers from college, they all just are having kids or have had kids, and one is expecting a kid soon. And they're all liberals, so I go, oh, looks like Crazy Uncle Goose is going to have to get the shotgun, clean it out. I'll bring, <laughs> I'll bring that tradition up, no problem, uh, for sure. But at least now I know there's, uh, there's people I can go to because it's like, there's like a, I think there's a gun committee too now. There's like people who like firearms. Oh, I don't know about that one. I'll I, have to join that one. Yeah, I think I, I, I remember having conversations about it, that's for sure. I'll talk about guns all day. Yeah, right? <laughs> Oh, but it's it, it's definitely fun. Like even some of the topics we got like dog training tips. I'm like, all right, this could be useful. We got mm-hmm. people in Scotland, people on the East Coast, West Coast. Uh, and I mean, I think uh, this is going to be something that could be pretty endless if we stick to it. And let's face yeah, it, the beer's a good idea. I should have gotten the beer. I I made that. Uh, I, I came down here and I was like, all right, beer's needed. <laughs> what is have a beer segment? Oh, I would try different I'll beers. Think, uh, I don't need a segment to do it. I'll just do it. <laughs> Come home and be like, it's another beer. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So how far into this are we already? Let's see. What does the time check say? All right, 20 minutes. Good start. I'm trying to think. That's a good yeah. hi- history of our podcast, of the creation mm. of the idea. What is any, uh, how's any family member? Like, how do you explain this to family members? That's a good question. How oh. would how would you explain what it has happened? Amongst Let's see. Well, the way I explained it to my wife was like, well, she laughs because I'll I'll occasionally show her inside the world of the Council of Andrews, and as an Allison, she doesn't get it. So it's which is understandable. It it, it can uh, be confusing. <laughs> so fortunately, she has a head start compared to most, where she she knows this exists and. Uh, I kind of explained that this will be a nice little niche podcast oh, for a very, very specific niche. group of people. <laughs> but I, it, it's definitely going to do that. But I think you're going to see other people kind of like, I, I wouldn't be surprised other names tune in, figure what this is about and then try to replicate genius. Yeah. Well, and is, uh, another goal I'd like to see from this podcast would be to get somebody to convince them to change their name to Andrew. If we can convince, <laughs> <laughs> does that put us into cult like status? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the the Council of Andrews is already there. Yeah, uh, it's we're getting there. I think yeah. the, the we got to get the creator on. That should be easy, and then we got to. I think we got to reach out to famous Andrews because yeah. <laughs> I feel like that is something. Like there's Andrew Jones. Mm-hmm. We're not having Prince Andrew on though. He's no. He's he disavowed. He's gone. He's not an Andrew. I know that. I know an attempt was made with Andrew Yang. I know that would have been amazing. I I I wouldn't give up hope. No. I think if we can get some Yang gang, it's too social media friendly to. I mean, it's just like all right. I mean, I'll let him. I I I like. I'm a big First Amendment, free speech. Say what you want. Like understand that I, as someone who's been canceled, quote unquote, by the Huffington Post, it is. I I believe you should be able to say what you want. And deal with the consequences. That's fine. And I think, but with Andrew Yang, if like if his people say he wants to come on and talk this, I'm like we can talk that. I'd be perfectly <laughs> fine not straying away. Oh yeah, just to have Andrew Yang on. Uh, <laughs> and he could have been. He actually in, was in the running to be the best Andrew president ever of the United States if he won. Wouldn't be that hard to beat. It's really not because right now you got Jackson <laughs> and Johnson. 
And yeah. I think they both got some baggage. <laughs> just just a little bit of baggage. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I mean, you got Andrew Lloyd Webber. I'm trying to think about the famous Andrews throughout history. Let's see. Uh... Huh. Mm-hmm. See, you start thinking. <laughs> but like, there's... The other thing is there's a lot of Andrew... Like, what's it? The wind something. Something in, like, St. John's or St. Croix. There's a bar that was posted in the Council of Andrews that I am now all about. And it looks like an awesome <laughs> place. They just built a disc golf course in it. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I just randomly... I was one day randomly liking it, and I was like, when did I like this? <laughs> There's so many stupid things on Facebook. There's, like, a group where everyone pretends to be an ant in an ant colony. There's a <laughs> angry, re uh, always angry react to corn. It makes no sense, but whenever there's a picture of corn, everybody angry reacts it. Yeah, uh, uh, so I, I enjoy more of the uh, hippie variety of music. So uh, there's, there's one where it's a group where you, everyone pretends they're at the same music festival. And so it's people posting like, have you seen this person last seen last night? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> covered in glitter and... <laughs> covered in glitter, tripping out on shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> We've lost Timmy. The internet is a wild and wild place for yeah. sure. I but, feel like we should touch on the, the trapped controversy. I wouldn't even... Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... Okay. So I don't know how this started, nor do I know how... Why there's been a war, but I'm in... I've infiltrated this. <laughs> I am in the fan... The, the trapped fan group. I am in... Uh, I like their page, and I even got them once. Let's see if I can... If I still have the picture saved. It is the funniest thing, I think, well, and how it started, I think, was super simple. I think the same way you and I joined the Council of Andrews, and Andrew commented on a post, and someone shared the page, and uh, the admins or the band themselves did not like that. They they didn't like the free notoriety. Uh, no, that's not the one. I'm trying to. When did this happen? But it was the funniest thing. Oh, here we go. Um, it was... Oh, here's one of the posts. They were selling, like, trapped face masks. <laughs> and then I was like, how much? And he goes, I can't sell them without CTB's uh, permission. And I go, can you... So I respond, can you approve me in the group? And then they tag someone else. No Andrews right now. Sorry, bud. You guys are messing with Chris. <laughs> just an overly involved fan. And then I had to reply, sad face. I love Trapped. Their early stuff was better in my humble opinion. Can't get enough. Uh, can't get enough it, of It's Over. Oh, it's one of their songs. It's over. <laughs> and then she goes, apply again, but please play nicely. <laughs> And then there was like one more. Come on, come on. Is this it? Nope. There was like one more where I decided to write like a message. Oh, here we go. Uh, they updated their cover photo and I commented, and to think, never was there a, a dynamic band reaching the ears of women and men everywhere. So it just spells Andrew down the side. <laughs> and then I have one like on that post and it's from the band. <laughs> 
I'm like, this is great. <laughs> I'm in the group, and now I got the band to like me for just having fun. <laughs> but that's that's it goes to show you once 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 you piss off one Andrew, that's an army. <laughs> You've got at least three thousand coming at you <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Trapped. <laughs> we should reach out to them. Be like, hey, I do a podcast. Can you do can you do the closing song for us? <laughs> it's called the Drew Cast. It's about Andrews. Oh, I feel uh, like that's how you get a cease and desist word. Oh, definitely get a cease and desist. <laughs> we will not use any trapped music on here. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> But yeah, I think that we gotta have contests for who's gonna be the furthest guest we have on. And I want awesome accents too. Like if I can get someone from Australia or New Zealand, that would be sweet. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. It'd be tough to schedule, but we'd make it work. I'd stay up till midnight for him if I had to. Just catch yeah. me on a, a gaming bender. And that's the other thing. I mean, I'm in the council of gaming, so that way, I now have a squad in Call of Duty, Fortnite. We'll be like, all right, who's going on? Night. What do you play on? I got PS4 and a Switch. Okay. So I'll do, I do a lot of Fortnite on my Switch, and then I do, like, COD and everything else on my PS4. It's a nice little breakup. Yeah. I, I've got, I'm got an Xbox and a gaming, mid-tier gaming PC. Oh, there uh, you go. Switch. My friend's got an Oculus thing, so sometimes I'll go hang out with him and do the Beat Saber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of my goals for this year is to rebuild my computer. It's there you it's getting up there in age and get it VR ready. See, this is what I this is what we then this is the other good thing. We can find out what Andrews have skills for a specific thing. So when you're lacking for something, just go to that Andrew. But like, yo, can you do this? Like I had I had I had one Andrew Photoshop me in some pictures for a friend and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's my, and it's speaking of which, one of my fraternity brothers. Oh, he's not in the council. Oh, we're gonna do a live. Uh, let's <laughs> let's see let's see if I can get this. We're gonna have our first Andrew guest. Um, can you come on a new podcast? I'm doing. I have a question for you that you need to answer. If you can come on now. Perfect. So what I'm doing is this is my big MI fraternity. It's his 30th birthday today, number one. Okay. And he's, his name's Andrew, and I don't think he's part of the council. So I am going to get this man <laughs> to join. Uh, this is, this is going to be a live indoctrination. Let me see. How many Andrews do I have on here? Oh, there's one. Two. Okay, where's Oxiniac? Oh, there he is. Three. Got him. I just added three random Andrews. We're going to see if <laughs> any of them accept this. Oh, this is going to be the funniest thing. But if he can't come on, we'll get someone else on soon. Actually, I have. A it looks looks like the post was uh getting a little bit of traction i saw some people say they're interested yeah so what, here's what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna do our first live one i'm gonna put the link into the group into the council right now and we're gonna see who accepts to join in oh sweet yeah, let's do it this is gonna be a cluster i i'm a big fan of clusters <laughs> we're gonna see how this works any good breweries down there uh we actually have two 
two in the city that are pretty good. So, uh, I enjoy them thoroughly. At, and uh, so fun story. I didn't actually drink a whole lot in college. What? Uh, I had stomach issues. Oh. So I would get either sick before I got drunk or I would get way too drunk and, you know, past the point of no return. Uh, no middle so ground. I did not partake until after college um, when uh, I had my gallbladder removed. No. <laughs> well, welcome to the drinking. Because so uh, why everybody in their late 20s and early 30s is cutting back on the alcohol, my New Year's resolution was to try uh, 50 new beers this year. 50? See, I wanna, I'm almost there. I want to get – oh, that's easy. I, I think I've done that already like twice over. I want to get a beer trade going, though, because Rhode Island, we have a lot of good breweries up here, and I would love to do some swapping. Like, Oh, yeah, for I noticed, sure. Yeah, and I noticed one of the Andrew, Andrews in it who responded, he's from, like, Henderson, Nevada, and I used to live in uh, Carson City for a short time. So uh, Auburn is actually starting a brewmaster's degree. It's not, like, a full, like, four-year degree, but it's, like, a certification you can get. That's all you need. I mean, it's whoever I obviously you have the big brewers and stuff, but like the first guy like to make brewing a hobby has to be. And I really wish his name was Andrew because he's got to be like a national hero (laughs) because, you know, one day his wife was like, you drink too much. It's a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) Then all of a sudden you can make your own booze. You can make your own beer. It's like, all right, Mm -hmm. I can just buy the stuff and get myself drunk for for relatively cheaper. (laughs) put a little hard labor into it but hey you're gonna do what you're gonna do uh for that come on andrews i'm disappointed in all (laughs) y'all come on i sent it out no traction on the group yet but we'll see what happens i'll i'm sure there's gonna be someone at some point who's gonna pop by surely there needs to be and I think one of the cool things now is the more I get, get do this and get used to this, we can actually well the next one we can actually go live on uh okay. on the Facebooks to get the in, interaction uh for that. So there's definitely so a what lot are you on the uh the IT side of things? That's that's a little bit more my realm. Are you using like OBS? No, I mean honestly I'm just using I'm using Zoom as as the main thing. I got a Yamaha soundboard, I got the Adobe Audition I use for recording. I got two computers set up, one that plays all the music and the awesome Andrew theme song that we completely stole and probably are copywriting <laughs> on. Uh, but I'm sorry, buddy, but it's just the coolest song I've ever heard about Andrews. And once we get the cease and desist, we will cease and desist and find something new. And throughout Surely it, we'll find an Andrew who can make something. Oh, my it. God. There's, there's got to be an Andrew in the council. <laughs> there, there's call to action number one. Andrew's out there. We love an original Andrew song for the Drew cast. That's not something I stole off of YouTube, and I fully admit it. And once you say cease and desist, I promise to cease and desist. But it's still the funniest thing, <laughs> funniest name ever for. Yeah, and I just got a regular microphone and a couple XLR cords and not a crazy Sweet. setup. It's just easy peasy. Easy peasy. It doesn't take too, too much to get, to record a podcast. And, no. you know, it, it's as long as you're funny and have fun with it and. I'm sure I'm going to say something offensive at some point, so I'm going to try to do my best to properly articulate everything so that way when someone clips something, I can be like, well, here's the whole audio 
for context <laughs> because I believe in context. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Everybody's going to slip up at some point. Oh, God, yeah. See, uh, I, that's what I tell everyone about. You're like, human. <laughs> like, I, I say, and everyone's like, "What? Like, are you mad that it happened? I'm like, look, like, like, I, I kind of laugh at everyone who's yelled at me because 99% of those people have said something stupid in their life. I was just dumb enough to put it online when I was drinking and thought I was being funny. Now, was some of it funny? Maybe to some, maybe not to others. Would I say it today? Probably not. Most of it. Um, yeah. There's one tweet that's not even that wasn't even offensive that really aggravated me, and they only put it in was be, the reason why they put it in was because of um, uh, the candidate I was working for was Asian American, and the tweet was like, "I'm loving these timeouts because this old Asian lady keeps dancing," and that's the tweet, <laughs> and they put that as offensive, and I'm like, "That's." describing what happened i was doing play-by-play at a basketball game yeah. and there was this woman who kept <laughs> appearing on a jumbotron dancing and it, she was like like imagine like a 65 70 year old woman just busting it out to Nicki minaj it was like the fun <laughs> it's the and she's asian and it was the funniest thing i've ever seen and it was just like she gets it she's having a good time watching i don't know why she's at a division three college basketball game but she's loving life that she's here because <laughs> normally you just want to say it's probably like her grandson's playing <laughs> yeah but but grandma don't care that's for sure and unfortunately it, that made national news so you win some you lose a lot what do you gotta do <laughs> it's okay i always laugh because then i'll get into the whole rant about when people say if the um if uh, the media is biased and I go, well, the Huffington Post is like, how do you know? Well, when they went through my job history, they talked about the time I worked for a conservative talk radio station, skipped the year I worked for the Democrat and went right to the Republican. And I was like, well, you kind of missed a year where I was working for the side you guys like and the tweets still existed, but it wasn't a problem then. <laughs> so I was like. Just just be even. Like, if you want to criticize me, criticize me, but tell the whole story. That's what yeah. I say. It's like, and even sometimes on the political post, it's like people will like snap, they'll, like, they'll post a picture of this one thing. I'm like, all right, what's the story behind it? Oh, you can't ask that. Well, yes, I can. I, I would really like to know the story In fact, behind it. You should it. ask that. I believe that is the <laughs> first thing you should ask is what's the story behind it? Get a clear <laughs> picture. There's, honestly, there's three sides to every story. There's what, party a says what party b says and then what the truth is mm-hmm. so let's hear from party a where it's is going to be based in truth let's hear what's party b it's going to be based in truth slanted towards their way and then let's take a look at the videos and the whole thing oh, okay <laughs> now i'm not surprised uh but common sense is out the window it, you would think as time goes on we'd be getting better about these things no God, no, we're getting worse. We're getting dumber. And, and it's only, and unfortunately, I only think it's going to get worse until the election happens. And then even then. And then even then after, it's whoever wins, fixed. It's just, we're just swapping. Sides. But I will say this. I was very disappointed because I remember in, so during the 2016 election, it was when I was working for the Democrat. And I saw everybody uh, kind of going around and uh, talking about, oh, our, I'm going to leave the country if Trump wins or if. If Hillary oh, wins, yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it happens every year. And I say it every year after the election. Wow, I'm amazed that many of you still live here. Uh, I thought you would be gone by now. Like, do you have any plans to go? And, of course, no one does. So hopefully yeah. 
if uh, if I think what's going to happen happens, then I expect to see a lot of people who are conservatives to be like, I'm moving, I'm leaving, blah, blah, blah. And I hope that they have mal- more balls than the Democrats did and actually leave. Like, if you want to say you're going to go, like, you're that committed, go. Do it. Yeah. Like, let's go. <laughs> Put some action behind this talk. I mean, if if not, you're just as bad as the Democrats. You talk a big game that you're so much better if, if Trump loses, you're going to go? I mean, that wouldn't be the worst thing. No. No. Just saying, if you're going to go, you're going to go. And and that's coming from a conservative here. <laughs> I, I, I will say, I did not vote for Trump, and I did not vote for Hillary, and I feel like I'm joining in with like half the group for Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm definitely more towards the libertarian side. It's it, it, that's uh, and and I love to get into the discussions with that because I saw the post in the group and I've always I'm hesitant to call myself a libertarian because we had a former so in, here in Rhode Island there was this Republican his name was Lincoln Chafee his father was a well-respected politician here in Rhode Island he w- was appointed senator after his father died a uh, very popular senator for a number of years um, was like one of the only Republicans to vote against the Iraq War. Uh, and and really did kind of have what I would say would be libertarian views, kind of showing it off like as a moderate Republican. And then in uh, 2010, he decided to run for governor of Rhode Island as an independent. And uh, that's the most infamous thing about that race was that the Democrat uh, guy, what was his name, treasurer, former treasurer, but he basically, like um, Obama actually and like endorsed Chafee and not the Democrat. And then, so Caprio, that was his name, Caprio says, Obama can take his endorsement and shove it. I'm like, that's an interesting strategy. And he won. um, He won the the election with like 33, 34% of the vote because of the, it was so split on that. And he had, and he had four year run and, he goes down as one of the worst governors in the history of Rhode Island. And then <laughs> during his time, he did two years as an independent. And then he became a Democrat uh, like two years into his term. And we're like, oh, he's going to gear to run up as a Democrat. But he ended up saying he's not going to run for re-election because his numbers were in the toilet. <laughs> so then he, uh, what was it? He didn't run, kind of dropped out of the limelight. And then in 2016, decided to run as a Democrat against Hillary Clinton. For president, <laughs> <laughs> and this, and this, like in the first debate, he went up to a whole story about how uh, he, what's it called? It was like a fair, like a horse, did something with horseshoes. I forget the name of it, but he talked about his childhood being one of those. And I'm like, this guy's huh. crazy. And then we were like, all right, well, that's the last of Chafee 2016. And then he pops his head up again in this this election as a libertarian. He's like, I'm going to run as a libertarian. <laughs> It's like, am I going to actually have to vote for Lincoln Chafee right now? Because, fudge, I don't want to do that. And then he dropped out after he saw he wasn't successful, and, and he goes to, uh, now hmm. he, he's, I think, he, I think he's finally enjoying retirement. And letting <laughs> Joe Jorgensen do the thing. One hopes. One hopes. But it's, uh, that's the Rhode Island story of how one man ran for president twice under two different parties. And was a governor for two different parties. It's the most incredible thing. It's like the guy's got ADD mm-hmm. for politics. I want to be a Republican today. I want to be a Democrat. I want to be this. 
Well, see, and that's something I'd really be interested in hearing from maybe a, a European Andrew. Oh, what? A country that doesn't have, that's not stuck between red and blue. They have a ver- wide variety. They got like three or four political parties that actually yeah. have equal power, which is, I think is very funny. Which, it's funny, and I'm curious how anything gets done. But... It's all about making deals. <laughs> like, at, at the end of the day, I think a lot of it is yeah. like, it's, I'll, I've seen it. There's a lot of deals get made, and it's there's some truth to like the whole rumors of where, all right, it's not like shady backdoor deals, but it's like, all right, I'll support this bill if you support this bill. It's, I mean, right. I think, and I think that could be good in some aspects, but it's just like some people are just it's coming together in some things, and it just seems like we haven't had a lot any of that recently. No, we don't know how to come together because here's the problem. That I, I I personally saw uh, from a campaign point, and I, and this is just might be my experience, but it's if you're a Republican, we've reached the point where you can't say that Democrat has a good idea, because then you're gonna get called a rhino, and you're gonna get you're basically, yeah. you're it's an all or nothing. Yeah. It's like you're all with us or you're not. And I'm like, no, there's this Republicans have some good ideas here. Some of their ideas are stupid, but some are good. It's and I think it's for me. It comes from the belief that it's like, look, I, I'm, not, I'll be the first one to say, I'm not always right. I'm sometimes mm-hmm. seldomly right, but neither are you. So if we're both not right, can we have a conversation? Be like, all right, I'll give up on this. You give up a little on that. Let's, good. Yeah. And I think the one thing I like about the libertarians is like the first question you ask yourself. This is a, this is what I say is the the dumbest down version I could think of a libertarian. <laughs> Ask them one question. After you, they, after you give them a proposal, they should ask you one question. Does it affect me? Yes or no? Yes? Okay. Let's try to figure this out. No? Yeah, I do it. I don't give a nah, shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> if it doesn't affect me and mine, then do it. I don't care. <clears throat> oh. Man. I'm very disappointed in the council right now. I put the post up. 13 minutes ago and no one wants to come and talk to me that's a shame and that was 13 minutes ago something like that oh i think my dad's coming down too now because it's hot i'm in the basement that's yeah, very hot oh it's supposed to be my mom oh can you grab me a beer the other harpoon that's in there my mom is a saint <laughs> thank you so she's she's the reason why i'm named andrew which makes it even more fun. Oh, of course. And, Absolutely. And thankfully, I have two older brothers. So the older one got the lazy way and got my dad's name, and he's a junior. So I'm, I, I got to escape that, that one, <laughs> and I got a little creativity. But it's always, it's, again, I, I'm very proud that we're finally somehow getting some semblance of, <laughs> of Andrewness together oh, for sure and I, I, I my, my mom right now is probably so confused as to what <laughs> is going on and th- that's what makes it better like my i saw like one of the andrews like i soundproofed this room like i'm ready to go whenever and i'm like i am in my parents basement uh because it's colder than the attic <laughs> it's like my three ro- my three recording spots are my room the basement or the garage so it depends <laughs> on the time of day if it's anything past like nine o'clock i'm in the garage but other than that, I'll probably be in the basement for the summer. Yeah. Uh, after after this one, all my other ones will be in the in your my fancy office. office. 
Do you and, have like? Uh, do you have a? I, I've been watching the news with everyone. Every single, every single interview, everyone has a bookcase behind them. I actually don't, and uh, it's really funny. So no, I, you're I a do normal human being. Then. You're normal. If you don't have a bookcase, you're normal. <laughs> There's no way someone reads that much. Just normal. Like here's no. Here's my wall of no. books. No, in fact, it, instead of a bookcase, a little bit. Let's see if your face is a little bit to my right. I have a buck I shot four years ago <laughs> mounted, nice. and then. Uh, a cube, one of those like little cube shelves, and it's just filled with my vinyl <laughs> with a record <laughs> nice. player on there top. There you go. See, that's good. That's yeah. That is something. But uh, directly behind me, I have a white futon that I have covered up with the one black blanket, so it doesn't like white out my face when I'm in meetings for work. <laughs> and uh, I get comments on it because so my wife graduated from uh, University of South Carolina, so it's okay. got a Gamecocks emblem on it which is plastered all over all of my eat meetings. So you must, God, do you <laughs> hate your family in Georgia? I mean, yeah. you abandoned them for Auburn. You married a girl from South Carolina. <laughs> so she's actually from Alabama. She, We met at Auburn. She did her undergrad at Auburn so and then went to grad school. school. In South okay. I mean, that's a little better. <laughs> but still, like, your parents must have, she's going to... She's going to South Carolina? Well, uh, they would be. So my dad is a Georgia fan, but he went to NC State. Um, in fact, I don't know if I have any family members that went to UGA. Wow. You just hated your neighbors then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's fine. I didn't, so UGA was going to be like high school 2.0, and uh, I wasn't about that. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, it's like a fresh start. That's what I kind of did because like the, the, I think – I wasn't going to Brown because I wasn't smart enough to go to an Ivy League school. I wasn't going to PC because I wasn't athletic enough to go to PC. Um, Johnson and Wales, I can't cook, so I had no reason to go there. <laughs> so it was basically leaving me. I went in as a secondary ed math major, which was the dumbest idea ever because you do not want me molding the minds of our youth. And I think that is very clear. The most I do now is I give like presentations to high school about social media responsibility. That's it. <laughs> But besides that, I should not be talking to uh, teaching the youth of America. So I switched from uh, communications to commu um, education to communication and kind of just started to BS okay. my way through life, as I like to call it. Someone asked me, what do you do for work? I go, I'm a professional bullshit artist. <laughs> so marketing and public relations and press releases and press relations is all that is. You're just putting your spin on it and hoping people bite. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I left high school with the very ridiculous dream of I was going to be an aerospace engineer. So uh, you were trying to be smart. It was a silly pipe dream. Uh, <laughs> so I, I originally wanted to go to Georgia tech. Definitely didn't have the grades for that. So uh, one of my best buddies in high school had over a 4.0 because of like AP classes and stuff like that. Um, was taking a Georgia tech calculus class in high school and still got waitlisted when he applied. So I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to do it. It's like, yeah, okay. I, you know what? I, well, that's a good message to have. Are you yeah. one of those people that believe that you should, if, if whenever, I don't know if you have kids, if you do, if you don't, when you have kids, are you going to tell them that they can be anything they want? I will until a certain age. Nope. And then go, okay, I'm, well, I, here's what I I'm really I'm not mean. doing it off the bat. I, I'm <laughs> off the bat. I'm going to tell them. 
son or daughter, in life, there will be things you are good at. There will also be things you are bad at. You can try them to find out, but understand that you might not be able to be everything you want to be, and that's okay. Because I firmly believe that by telling kids and younger generations starting a little before us that they can be anything they want and you can be anything you want and sometimes oh, well, that's dumb, a, yeah, dumb adults can listen failure. to it. <laughs> you tell them that, you end up with a president like Donald Trump. Because I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I know there's Andrew, Andrews in the council who love Trump. I'll have him on. I'll talk with you left and right. But we've taken the whole, like, and that's my favorite thing because that's more of a liberal mindset than um, is to the you can be anything you want aspect. And I think it's, it's, okay, it's okay to say, no, you can't. I am 5'10". I cannot play basketball. I will never yeah. be in the NBA. That is fine. Mm -hmm. I am not smart enough to be a brain surgeon. I am not eloquent enough to be a lawyer. And that is okay. Yeah. I, I wanted to be a lawyer at one point in my life. I thought I'd be fun in a courtroom. And I was like, you know what? I don't have the gall for it. I, at one point, I wanted to be a secondary. I wanted to be a, ma a high school math teacher. And I was like, <laughs> I don't have the patience nor the ability to be an effective math teacher. I did the right. world a favor there. I'm very inconsiderate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would not. I cannot be a teacher. Uh, my wife teaches courses at the university and she'll come home and be like, I am so glad you are not teaching this class. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Uh, Does she want to be an aerospace engineer too? <laughs> I don't have the patience to put up with bullshit excuses and uh, the stuff that I would have done as a student. <laughs> well, that's the problem. It's like, because when I go to talk to high schools, it's like so funny because I remember sitting in there and I'm like, realistically, no one's going to list. Like these kids are going to do what yeah. they want. Because how do you know? It's because I was in their shoes. You mm -hmm. feel invincible. You think you're going to make your friends laugh. And yeah. they do laugh at the time. And then all of a sudden one day they'll be like, that's not funny. Even <laughs> my favorite one about that is on one of the tweets, someone like blasted me on social media and that. But I went to the tweet, one of the tweets that was in the article that was offensive. And I go, why'd you like it then? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was liking it ironically. I was saving it for later use. Uh, oh man. To be a teenage edge lord again. I, I would I would <laughs> love I would love to go back to high school with the knowledge I had now. Like You know, that was something my dad always said growing up, not just necessarily high school, but in general. And it's starting to make sense now. It's making way too much sense. I mean <laughs> Number one, I would have bet the life savings on the Giants in 07, which <laughs> hurts, but I still think is uh, worth it. And then, look at this, two more Andrew friends. I love this <laughs> freaking group. And the other thing I would do is, uh, I think a lot of it actually would be just sports betting and like finding all the ridiculous upsets. Like, who was it that beat, well, uh, that beat Virginia when they were the one seed. Like that one, I would have put oh, life. See. I would have put see, the life. I'm not, I'm not a big sports guy. So oh, you're going to have to, we're going to have to have some other folks talk about. Oh yeah. See, so then if you're not into sports, what is there to be into in Alabama? Now I got to know. Cause I have a feeling so, at one point I'm going to make this into like a video, a video blog, a video series. 
and I'm just going to drive to different Andrews <laughs> across the country at this point. Because I think... So, Alabama doesn't have pro sports. So, everyone is Atlanta sports fans. And so, that, um, really? I thought they... Not Louisiana? Yeah. Is it is it the LSU thing that they hate? So, yeah, they're not big LSU fans, but they will. They are diehard uh, Atlanta Falcons uh, soccer, Atlanta MLS team. Yep. Uh, and Braves. You'll see Braves hats. I would say more in Alabama than you would in some parts of Georgia. <laughs> that is okay. That's uh, I would I would have I would have thought they would have gone to either Tennessee or Louisiana more so than because I I just when I think of Alabama, I mean at least from a geographical standpoint. Well, and we do have NASCAR. We have Talladega. Nas- NASCAR. Well, yeah. And- and say NASCAR is your bread and butter. It's crazy. And you got NASCAR uh, made the news big time. Yeah, which is funny because I can't stand watching NASCAR. I'd rather watch paint dry. I don't get it. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll watch golf. Now I will say this: Sundays, the, the few NASCAR races I've gone to have been awesome. I was gonna say, it, it, I feel like that's a that's one of those sports that if you're there, game on. Oh, so there's. It's more than just sitting in the stands watching cars go around the circle. I mean, all around the track, there's vendors, all sorts of different kinds of things to do, activities, games, prizes. And then you have the hundreds of acres of parking, which is sort of like the college football here where it's just tailgating, just excessive booze and barbecue and all that good stuff. So going to them is a lot of fun, but I... Do not understand the people who will sit there on the couch and watch hundreds of cars take hundreds of left turns. <laughs> yeah, it it's I I I don't know. It's but I mean from a from a gambling standpoint, that's where a lot of the money is in sports is gambling. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm in. <laughs> right, because like, what I've done is so what I do is Rhode Island just legalized sports gambling two years ago. And they now have the mobile app. So what I did was every year I put 20 bucks in February and I, and I put all that $20 in different bets on the Super Bowl. Prop bets, this and that. And mm-hmm. then as soon as I reach $100, I take out my original 20 and just play the rest of the year with just that, those winnings. So I, I, pretty I, smart. I, yeah. I, I, I never, every, it's normally, and, I, and if I lose the 20 bucks, I lose the 20 bucks and I'm done for the year. In the year... And so far, I'm thankful enough that I've done pretty, pretty good. I got, I got a couple hundred bucks, and it's like I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm not doing like fifty, sixty dollar bets. I'm doing like ten dollar right. bets. I'm doing like five dollar parlays and these little things. And when they hit, sometimes like I, I'll throw out some ridiculous. Like I, I bet on Russian ping pong. <laughs> there was nothing else to bet on during this Corona. Didn't stuff. know you could do that. <laughs> I, I, neither did I. And all of a sudden, one day, you can bet on this person. I'm like, this guy's got a funny name. Ten bucks on him, and he wins. I'm like doubling my money. <laughs> That's great. I, I know nothing about Russian ping pong, but it's definitely going to be funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But yeah, I, I, anything else for the, for this first episode? I'm disappointed that no Andrews wanted to come on. But I think next time we can give a little bit more notice. Hey, we're going to go on at this. Time yeah. And- no, I, and I think we, we can set it up too. that way. We'll, we'll reach out be like, all right, we'll record this day. We'll, we'll reach out to this Andrew, this Andrew. And yeah, I, I'm and telling I, you, I'm curious who's going to watch it and see all the, uh, 
Alabama Andrews come out of the woodworks. Oh, this is gonna be fun! Like just pulling. I, well, this is what I like. I like the rivalry. I like. I I want people. I always believe that the best, the best episodes of anything are what when people disagree. And I think if there's any hope for this group that I see the potential in is actually having people willing to come on and debate and talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you I think you and I agree on pretty much a lot of stuff, which is pretty cool. I think yeah. actually this could be the weirdest thing. You're in Alabama, I'm in around. I think you might be a little more liberal than me, which could be hilarious. <laughs> like I always joke around. I could I could fit in with like the moderate, the moderate South. Like a dem. Like, I I could be can be myself. Like I would be considered a Democrat in Alabama, and a Republican in Rhode Island. That's where right where my <laughs> line is, and it's like the Libertarian line, for sure. Because like oh yeah. well. How can you like that? Oh man. But yeah, we'll, we'll get some Andrews on. We'll have fun with it. Hopefully, hopefully some of these Andrews join this council because this is going to become the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we want to plug like the email? Say if you oh, have yeah. any questions or anything. Oh yeah, we'll... questions. So questions you can ask right on the council page. You can write, ask on our Facebook uh, account. Because I think it's the best thing for this is like w- w- I didn't have to rush to a Twitter. I thought about mm-hmm. it, but I was like, we're all on this. We use Facebook yeah. as the main platform, so I'm just going to use that. And then if, if for some reason this takes off, there's, there's options of this because the site I use, Anchor.fm, actually hosts for free. The um, uh, will host it for us, and then there's actually sponsorship opportunities. So once we get going, we can actually turn oh, on the sponsors sweet. thing, and when people uh, they have like a bunch of people that come in, and they just take a percentage of whatever the ad revenue comes in uh, for that. But it's definitely a good starting point. Yeah, for sure. Oh, did I lose you? My mic shut. Oh, there it is. The oh. mic. The mic shut off on me for some oh, reason. No. It's probably because it's dying on battery. But that's definitely a funny way to do it. But yeah, uh, plug the e- you can plug the email. What was it, Drew? Uh, I think it was uh, it's drewcastcoa at gmail. Yeah. So drewcastcoa at gmail dot com. Uh, find us on the council page. Find us on the Drewcast on the podcast. Or, or just add us as friends. As friends. <laughs> oh, there it is again. It, it, it's going on and out. So yeah, add us as friends in that, and we'll see you next time on the Drewcast. Thanks for joining in. Have, I hope you have a good night. Yeah, same to you. Cheers.